Baylor University proudly presents The John Morris Show. Baylor University, where light shine bright. This is The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. Get a snapshot of what's going on uh, in our world in Waco and McLennan County now as we welcome in uh, Waco Mayor Kyle Devers with us. And Kyle, first off, I really appreciate your time. I know you're very, very busy, but thanks for uh, being on with us this morning. Hey, good morning, John. It's great great to hear from you and uh, glad to be able to talk to you this year for just a few minutes. The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham. Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. A little over two weeks ago, we were averaging about 10 to 12 uh, cases, active cases per day. Uh, so that means cases where people are still sick, they haven't died, and they haven't recovered. And that had been the case for several weeks. And today, or as of yesterday, uh, we have 360 active cases. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. More than that, even, is the fact that our positivity rate, which is the uh, number of, of uh, positive test results over total tests taken, was at about half a percent for weeks. And over the last three weeks, it's, re- it's gone up to over 12%. Um, we were uh, we were about a tenth of what the state's positivity rate is, and now we have passed the state's positivity rate. Mm-hmm. So we've got a real problem here in, in McLennan County, and uh, Texas across the board has a big problem. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, and welcome to John Morris Show on this Wednesday morning. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. Sun is shining. Sand is moving out of central Texas. And uh, for the most part, a blue sky overhead. Although the uh, coronavirus uh, report is not so much uh, blue skies and sunshine. That's Mayor Kyle Deaver, who was on with us last week. And uh, for those of you here in Central Texas, you know uh, you know the recent report. Uh, as of yesterday, uh, Garrett, uh, you saw it and we were talking about it. 162 new cases in McLennan County. 162 just yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really weird. I mean, it, it continues to go up every day, and I don't understand the the situation behind it. I know there's a lot of people. I've gone to the HEB recently, and I would say about 95% of the people are actually wearing their Agreed. mask. Yeah. I think I, yeah. I think I seen one guy when, when I went in who okay. wasn't. Right. But overall, I don't understand if we're wearing the mask for the vast majority the spread just continues to build and and I'm just, I don't understand the reasoning behind it. Yeah. I I think, uh, you know, smarter minds than ours are handling this, but part of it might be, so 162 is, is more than double the highest day we've had here in McLennan County. The previous high day was 79 Mm -hmm. week or so ago. There was a 79 new case day, a 72 new case day. Then it dropped down to 50 or so, but 162 yesterday. And here's the part I I don't feel qualified to really talk about because I really don't know the ins and outs of this that much. 
But with these positive tests uh, that were announced yesterday, how far would those go back? Like, how would it be to testing the middle of last week? Would it be further back than that? That's what I'm not sure of. Because when I hear when you hear you have these positive tests, I, I don't know. I think of my initial thought was were that tests that were done today. But how do we? I don't know how you trace that back. Yeah, Honestly, exactly. I'm confused exactly. on that part. So, I, and I'm not going to pretend to be uh, extremely knowledgeable about that, about the workings of that. But just to say that their report yesterday was 162 new cases uh, is mind blowing. It really is more than double the highest day that we've had in McLennan County. You know, and I think the w- one thing is so far I mean, out of the 162 cases. Not all of those are being sent to the hospital, so that, right, that's right, a positive, right. you know. Right. That's but true. At the same time, I think it's more scary when you have the asymptomatic people running around and you just have no clue. I know, you know who you're mingling with. And, I know, and how you can get it. It's just it's it's very scary, honestly. Yeah. Well, that's where the uh, commingling comes into effect. You know, when you're getting together with groups, uh, and, and we did lessen the restrictions. You know, a couple of weeks or a week ago or two weeks ago. Yes, can't remember when that was. Weeks ago. But then you're, you know, you're mingling with people, you're out more and you might be, you know, talking to somebody that has, uh, you know, has the virus, but is asymptomatic. They don't know it. You don't know it. And it gets passed that way. That's kind of scary. It really is. And I think that's probably the most terrifying part for me. And then, you know, then when you have like, okay, like allergy symptoms or something yeah. and then you know you start panicking like do i have right. this do i need to go get tested yeah you know it's just odd yeah i i uh i don't deal in you know living in fear or worry you know i know god's in control of our right. life i do but uh i yesterday i was kind of run down a little bit and had kind of a headache last night and mm-hmm. i thought oh no <laughs> that's what i did you know simple it's simple headache really is is all it was and if it was any more believe me i wouldn't be here right now right. okay so know that i trust you but you know that does creep into the back of your mind oh no could this be something else so uh we all need to be concerned obviously but don't live in a world of fear yeah and i mean i just hope hopefully we can get ahead of this right now and start seeing a decline in the numbers but you know every day man when they keep going up it makes you wonder i know it really does 162 the number yesterday that was just startling i mean it was stark the uh the high number that was mclennan county um there was a story on so speaking of heb they have now made it mandatory for masks in all the heb stores even though that restriction has been um lifted lifted or limited in mclennan and bell counties that's been limited so not every business now when you go out you don't have to wear a face mask in every business in the county uh, but HEB, you do. So uh, good job by them to to keep that in place. It really is. And it, to honestly, it, it makes no sense to limit it when you have a spike. Like, let's not limit it. Let's increase it a little right. bit. But, you know, yeah, shout out to HEB for taking the initiative in that. And hopefully that there can be measures put in place where we've talked about this numerous times where you actually have somebody other than kids or your employees out there trying to enforce this because they're not the ones that should be doing that. That's it. And that's where I was leading. There was a story on NBC nightly news last night and it had some video camera video of this lady uh, that was trying to buy something at a convenience store, I think. And do you see this one? Is this the one where she's throwing everything? 
No, that was same story, same story, (laughs) but that was another lady. She didn't have a mask on, and she was going to, by golly, not wear a mask, and she was going to let everybody know how unhappy she was about it. So she had a basket full of food. Uh, a basket full of items, I guess. Right. And one by one, she's taking them out and just throwing them out and just yelling and complaining the whole time. And she wasn't going to, uh, she wasn't going to wear a mask. And that's the way she was going to protest it. But that's ridiculous. I, what, I mean, what are you going to go to another store and try to get your food? <laughs> I, I just don't understand people's mindset. Like it's the end of the world having, okay. So if you're, if you're so worried about wearing a mask and you know, it doesn't do any good when you go in to have a surgery next time, tell the doctors <laughs> not to wear a mask. I mean, are you going to do that? Point. Very good point. Exactly. It's, it's ridiculous. Right. And so another part of that story was this lady at a convenience store trying to buy something, and a guy behind a plexiglass shield was saying, I'm sorry, you have to put a mask on. And she was just cussing him up one side and down the other, and and she ended her tirade by, uh, I think it was a case of beer that she was trying to buy. <laughs> she, uh, Of course. Yeah. She uh, spit on it. She spit on the case of beer and then walked out. That is ridiculous. Isn't that crazy? Like, I don't understand why people are getting so outraged about being asked to wear a mask for the benefit of humanity I know. <laughs> in general. I mean, it's ridiculous. To yeah, me. wild. Uh, really wild. So uh, that's, the, uh, that's the world in which we live in on the 1st of July, 2020. <laughs> uh, I, I would say I have no problems at all wearing a mask anytime, anytime. Uh, Except when we're in the car. If I'm in the car by myself, I don't wear a mask. If Terry and I are in the car, just the two of us, we don't wear a mask. But if we're out, or if we're out walking, like when I'm walking the dog in the mornings, I don't wear a mask because I'm out. And if I run into people, you know, I don't really run into them. I mean, they're on the other side of the street and keep my distance. And I think that's fine. I know I'm the same way. Like I don't, I even if I'm going into a store, like I, I will leave the mask off until I get the door, you know, yeah. or, right. If, you know, and if there's more people coming around me, then I'll take the initiative and put it on or whatever, but I won't wear it, you know, in open spaces. But as, as soon as I'm coming out that store, it's off because it, it is hard to breathe. I, know. I do understand it from that aspect. Why you don't want to wear it? It's hard to breathe. It's difficult. Fogs but up come your glasses. On, man. Yeah, it fogs the glasses. <laughs> I did. I did try the thing where I'm pulling it up a little higher. Yeah. set my glasses on. Does it. that help? It, it works a little bit. Yeah, I could see that. But I mean, it's still you know, there's still an issue there. So the top of the mask, your glasses are over the top of your mask. Correct. So, it like holds it in place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would help uh, a little bit. I've also noticed this. Uh, tell me if you have as well. Uh, I don't know what the right term for this is, but it's kind of like the uh, the ma- the coronavirus mask shuffle, uh, the corona mask uh, uh, turnaround. It's like when you get out of your car, you're starting to walk into a business. Oh, I forgot my yep. mask. They turn around and go back to the car. <laughs> I've, I, I've seen, seen that several times. I've done that several times. I haven't done it yet. It's coming. I'm <laughs> yeah. very forgetful. So it, it's it's coming for me, but I have seen a couple people have to do that. They'll yeah. get like halfway. Yeah. You see them coming back. It's like, man. And you know what it is. Exactly. You know what they're going back 100 for. Times. 100% of the time. <laughs> so if we could get some video of that, uh, and I'm guilty of that, we could put it to some music. It could be the uh, Corona, the Corona shuffle, the Corona turnaround, the Corona backtrack, something like that. It's a new hit, man. I know. (laughs) Sweeping the nation. All right. uh, We're glad you're with us on this uh, Wednesday morning. John Morris, Garrett Ross. A lot shaking with baseball. Let's talk some baseball after a break. Uh, Camps are uh, spring training camps. Phase two are opening today. Hopeful of the start of the season for Major League Baseball on July 24th. Uh, Plus, 
Ooh, bad news for the minor leagues. They have shut down minor league baseball for 2020. Shut it down completely. So let's talk some baseball when we come back. Today is also uh, an historic day in uh, in the life of a uh, Waco major leaguer, former major leaguer. We'll talk about that when we come back as well. Hey, glad you're with us on this Wednesday. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. Brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Our heat advisory continues today as we'll see decreasing clouds, meaning more sunshine this afternoon. It'll be a humid day with highs topping out at 97 degrees. Our heat index peaks at 106. Mostly clear skies tonight. We fall to 77. And tomorrow, mostly sunny skies. Another humid day with a high of 99 and a heat index of 105. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. If you have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. Trying to drive inside of Moon Urson. Moon got a piece of that one, a deflection. A block for her, and Juicy Landrum picks it up and coming in the left side with it. Looking for a teammate now, Lauren Cox uh, at the three point arc top of the key. Moon Urson going to try a three and hits it. Good. Oh, Moon Urson with a three pointer. When she comes in the game, great things happen with Baylor University. The home of Lady Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. Healthy diet, along with the right supplements, help support your immune system, specifically multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas's own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of its patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase. That's IMMUNE20 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. 
So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Back with us, John Morris Show, on this Wednesday morning, first day of July 2020. We're brought to you in part by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. It's full speed ahead at your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels. Drive forward is the attitude, and they're feeling it in everything they do at Allen Samuels. They're ready to do business with you and your family. The annual summer clearance event is officially underway. How about that? It's uh, it's the middle of the summer. It's the 1st of July, but it's the summer clearance event. It's underway with amazing factory incentives plus special factory financing from Chrysler Capital as well. Great time to buy a brand-new car, truck, or SUV for a family vacation or if you need a new ride for work or your business, just as Garrett Ross did, check out the great folks at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Uh, all of you uh, business owners, farmers, and ranchers out there, uh, Allen Samuels will find exactly what you need because they have multiple locations and partnerships all over the USA. Allen Samuels has a huge selection plus multiple locations and partnerships, and they will find the exact new or certified pre-owned that you want. You can shop in person. It's safe. It's sanitized. The staff is 100% on board to give you a safe experience. Or you can shop and buy online at alansamuelsdcj.com. Give them a call at 254-772-1000. They will also deliver a test drive vehicle to your home or business at no charge. So they'll make it safe for you however you would like to uh, deal with the good folks at Alan Samuels. alansamuelsdcj.com or call 254-772-1000. Alan Samuels, more than ever, your friend in the car business, drive forward. All right, talking about the uh, the news that uh, came that came out yesterday from minor league baseball. Uh, officially, uh, they have shut down. No no operations for minor league baseball this year. Uh, let's see. Uh, what do you, what do you have pulled up there? Oh, I was. This is the Texas Collegiate League who's still. Oh, going that one. On. Okay. Yeah. He, well, here's the one. Here's the word from minor league baseball. As of yesterday, Major League Baseball has informed minor league baseball that it will be. It will not be providing its affiliated minor league teams with players 
for the 2020 season. As a result, there will not be a minor league baseball season in 2020. These are unprecedented times for our country and our organization, as this is the first time in our history that we've had a summer without minor league baseball played, said minor league baseball president and CEO Pat O'Connor. While this is a sad day for many, this announcement removes the uncertainty surrounding the 2020 season and allows our teams to begin planning for an exciting 2021 season of affordable family entertainment. That is uh, from Minor League Baseball, the announcement yesterday. Uh, this, the, and this goes back to uh, September 5th, 1901. So the first year since 1901 that they haven't played a season of Minor League Baseball. That's really, you know, unfortunate uh, you know and i didn't realize the minor league went back that far honestly but i don't i don't really know too much about it in general the league as a whole i've seen one minor league game yeah. ever and so as far as roster spots go do they just not have enough minor league players in general to make up a team or is that why them not being able to send them major league players down that's why they can't do the season or? i guess I, I don't know i mean the way this reads is major league baseball will not be providing players mm -hmm. you know to fill the minor league teams I, I don't know if it's just a safety issue or if it's numbers or what it is exactly yeah because it just seems like you would have enough you know prospects that are trying to make the team that to fill a roster so i, I thought that was kind of intriguing to say that you know we're not going to send you player i didn't know if it's because the draw you know that's or what but it, you know they have their reasoning i don't know the reasoning behind sure. it but that was one thing that caught my attention yeah and you know remember the draft was shortened dramatically mm -hmm. this year normally 40 rounds it was only five rounds so that's a lot of guys yeah, yeah. that would have been in that that minor league pool that aren't available but that's just one year of the draft i don't know if that would have been enough in, in its own to uh to shut things down i mean that's you're missing a lot of you that's know a lot, a lot of, guys. of things so that could be a key portion of it yeah that's a lot of guys so what'd you find on the uh on the other the texas collegiate league is still going okay it's a uh, you know they it's they take college players and they put them on these teams and give them like a minor league experience okay but for what you know they're still gonna play uh you have little league still playing you have select still playing so when you get you see it going up it's weird to see that the higher levels, your more professional levels, are the ones in question. When you have, you know, I don't know what it is. It's like, okay, we can let the kids go play. They'll be fine. But you get a little older. No, don't worry about it. You're going to be, you yeah. know, too much of a risk. It just it seems odd. Yeah. Well, and some little, not all little leagues are playing. No, not all of them. They're but playing some, some pockets, and some have opted not to play. So, uh, but the Texas Collegiate League is still playing. Yes, they're still playing. They started last night, and you know they got teams all over. So okay. they were out there getting it all right and major league uh teams are uh, starting today a uh, revamped uh, phase two of spring training headed toward uh the start of the season the delayed start of the season on july 24th so it'll be interesting to see a couple of things that i want to see today is uh, what kind of media access uh teams give to or media has to uh these major league teams that are starting practices today because I could see it, you know, you want to limit numbers. You want to, of course, be safe for everybody. I could see him saying, hey, you know, we can't have media coming in here. That just adds to the numbers. It really does. And that's going to be interesting to see how it goes forward. I mean, where even if you do have media, what, you know, what access do they actually have? How close can you get and everything? So, yeah, it's you're bringing in more bodies. That's a higher risk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that'll be interesting to watch uh, as the camps uh, begin today for Major League Baseball. Um, here, here's the story that I was mentioning to you. It, it's in regards to Andy Hawkins. 
And uh, today happens to be the 30-year anniversary. It was July 1st, 1990, uh, in which Andy threw a uh, no-hitter for the New York Yankees. Andy is a longtime Wacoan, uh, Midway High School grad, actually signed to play football at Baylor. He was a great punter and kicker at mm-hmm. Midway High School, and he signed a letter of intent to come to Baylor to be a punter and a kicker. Well, he got drafted by the Padres very highly, and he went the route of Major League Baseball. So yeah. he never he, re, he never made it to campus <laughs> as a punter and a kicker at Baylor. But uh, Padres uh, and then uh, Yankees traded to the Yankees, and with the Yankees, uh, he threw a no-hitter um, that was at the time a no-hitter, but now is not uh, regarded as a no-hitter. How does that happen? How does that happen, you ask? Well, here's the story. And Chad Conine r- writes about this in the Waco Tribune-Herald uh, today. Uh, they're doing a lot of uh, this date in sports right. history, and when it ties into uh, you know someone local, it's really cool. Uh, on July 1st, 1990, um, so 30 years ago today, Andy Hawkins took the mound for the Yankees and proceeded to baffle the Chicago White Sox at Comiskey Park in Chicago. Hawkins retired the White Sox in order for the first four innings, including a series of fly balls and ground outs. He encountered a little bit of trouble with two walks and a passed ball in the bottom of the fifth inning, but still Chicago didn't po- post a hit or advance a runner past second base for the first seven innings. So seven innings, he's had some base runners, right. allowed some base runners, but no hits. Then comes the eighth inning, the dreaded eighth inning. Andy uh, got the first two outs easily. Ron Karkovice popped up to second, and so did Scott Fletcher. Sammy Sosa reached on an error by third baseman Mike Blowers and then stole second. So you got a base runner. He's on second, still not a hit. Ozzie Guillen and Lance Johnson each drew walks to load the bases <laughs> so he's got a no hitter going right. and, and it's and the yankees haven't scored so it's zero zero uh in the eighth inning bases loaded two outs chicago third baseman robin ventura the uh, oklahoma state x lifted a fly ball to left field which jim Laritz flubbed scoring all three base runners oh, sosa no. again and johnson <laughs> all scored and so that's an error it's not a hit but Andy throwing a no hitter is trailing in the game three to nothing in the eighth inning. There's that, that just doesn't even seem real. <laughs> it's not over yet. Oh no, there's more. Uh, the White Sox uh, designated hitter Yvonne Calderon sent a, a shot to right field, which Yankees outfielder Jesse Barfield allowed to bounce bounce off the butt of his glove. Ventura scored on the play, so that's another error. It's right. not a hit. And the uh, the hitless White Sox have a 4 nothing lead over Andy Hawkins and the New York Yankees. New York's ineptitude at the plate that day continued in the top of the ninth inning. Chicago reliever Scott Radinsky got Barfield to ground into a double play to end the game. The Yankees had been shut out with just four hits to their credit. Uh, just like that, uh, Andy Hawkins had thrown a no hitter and lost the game four to nothing to the Chicago White Sox. That's one of those wild baseball stats that you could ask, like turn into a trivia question. You know that nobody would really. Right. Get, I would never guess anything like that could unfold. I know walks, errors. There was a pass ball in yeah. there. Uh, a couple of bad outfield errors. Now there's more to that. Um, Hawkins' hard luck in losing a no-hitter, uh, a distinction, by the way, was taken away by Major League Baseball Commissioner Faye Vinson in 1991. So in the list of no-hitters, mm-hmm. that one will not appear in there because he lost the game. So that that changed. What do you right. think about that? 
I mean, it, I could see both sides of it. Yes. Because you did, you went out there, you earned it. It's not your fault that you didn't <laughs> drop balls, you didn't create right. the errors. But right. at the same time, you also didn't win the game. So right. it's, it's, I can see both sides of that one. Yeah, you're not celebrating at the yeah. end of the game. I throw a no-hitter. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you'd be like the only person in the locker room celebrating, everybody just staring at you <laughs> <Yeah>. mad. <laughs> So, uh, Faye Vincent, then commissioner, uh, you know, made that declaration in 1991. So, um, uh, not, it was a no hitter, yes, but not a no hitter in the eyes of Major League Baseball. So, beyond that, and this is again from Chad Conine writing in the Waco Tribune Herald, mm-hmm. uh, amazingly, in his next start, Hawkins shut out the Minnesota Twins for 11 and two thirds innings. How many pitches did he throw there before Twins uh, Brian Harper and Gene Larkin came up with back-to-back run-scoring singles? On July 6, 1990, Minnesota beat the Yankees 2 to nothing. So in back-to-back starts, he gave up, uh, well, at that point, Hawkins had given up six hits and two earned runs in 19 and two-thirds innings and he was 0-2 in those two games. That is terrible. He, he had to be gassed, you know, just and then like emotionally drained. Like, I'm out here giving it my all. I'm having phenom- I'm doing phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. But I have no credit for this. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, let's see what else was. Oh, Chad also adds, uh, perhaps big league hitters just forgot how to hit the middle of the 1990 summer. Two days before, Dave Stewart of the A's and Fernando Valenzuela of the Dodgers had each thrown no hitters. In all, there were seven no-hitters tossed in the 1990 season, even with Hawkins' no-no tossed out of the record book. I guess we might know why uh, we had a steroid error. <laughs> so <if you laughs> right after hit, that, we're right? We're going to start pumping full of steroids. <laughs> right after that. So uh, this date, 30 years ago today, uh, our man Andy Hawkins, the no-hitter that was but wasn't, and technically, you know, I, I would say technically it was a no-hitter. Yeah. Did, did the team he was playing have a hit? No. But in the eyes of Major League Baseball, it's not listed as a no-hitter. I wonder if he kept like a game ball or something. <laughs> Just like, I want to know, do you have a game ball on your shelf Yeah, we this? need to ask. Uh, so that was 30 years ago today, July 1st, 1990. Uh, Andy still, uh, as far as I know, still working. Uh, he's, he was a pitching coach for the Rangers, bullpen coach mm-hmm. uh, for the Rangers for a long time, then was with the Rockies. And I'm not sure where he is right now, but, uh, man, he's he's had a – long career playing career and then coaching in major league baseball well, he definitely made the right decision i mean regardless if you're getting the money or not coming out you know he knew his path and he, yeah he definitely took the right course yeah so uh this date in history and a tip of the cap and thanks to uh, chad conine writing about that in the waco tribune herald today as well hey bottom of the hour let's take a break uh, we'll be back with more in just a moment john morris garrett ross In studio on this Wednesday, brought to you as always by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. At Baylor University, students find their place to shine. They're faithful friends and inspirational leaders. They're championship teammates and independent thinkers. They're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history. If you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, you can. The spark you need is already inside you. Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. We got Salado head coach Alan Hare in the studio with us here on ESPN Central Texas. You mentioned uh, not, not working them out too much. Uh, did you see the ones? Did you realize the ones pretty quickly that may not have worked out so much on their own? <laughs> yeah, you know, you, <laughs> you have seven or eight of them over there. They're buying a new car. You know, and uh, uh, Ford, you know, and, and so those types of things. But uh, one one of them was so tired, he, he, we were just sitting there stretching on the ground, and, and he was having that moment where, where uh, it was coming back up, and he wasn't even moving. He just let it kind of just roll down his shirt. He's too, he's too tired to lean over, you know. I just at least turn to the side, son. But uh, you got to teach him new things, Coach. Yeah, I just won't name his name, but he didn't show up today. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, i got to call him when I get home, you know. But, uh, just make sure he's all right. Unnecessary Roughness on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know that one out of every four men have systematic low levels of testosterone and don't even know it? If you think you're too young to worry about it, guess again. Low T levels can make you feel tired and grumpy, cause weight gain, wreak havoc on your sexual desire and performance. Petty Clinic Low T can set up same-day blood screening and results. So if you're tired of being tired, I challenge you to man up. It's a private clinic with an atmosphere catering to men. Affordable, too. Only $150 a month. Includes lab work, office consultation, testosterone injections, and follow-up visits compared to $395 a month in Dallas and Austin, and you don't even have to fight the traffic. Petty Clinic Low T is board-certified physician consultations will provide you with the best form of brand strength testosterone available. So listen up. If you're looking for increased energy and strength, improvement in sexual desire and performance, elevated moods, focus, and concentration, contact Petty Low T today just off Highway 84 at Old Hewitt Drive in Woodway. Petty Clinic Low T, pettycliniclowt.com, or Google search Low T Waco. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 5. UMHB announced the hiring of offensive line coach Bill Blyle on Tuesday. Blyle spent the last two seasons at Lamar University where he's also the Cardinals co-offensive coordinator. Crusader head coach Pete Fredenberg joined the Matt Mosley Show on Tuesday to talk all things Crusader football and what the original plan was for him when he joined the crew 22 years ago. I really and truly thought that I would come to Mary Harden Baylor and spend two or three years here and get back into Division One. That was 22 years ago. Watching kids that don't get any kind of financial aid to see the kind of effort and the pride that they play with and the love of the game they have. It's just been an incredible experience. For the complete interview, check out our website, SentexSportsFan.com. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Here's the voice, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio on this Wednesday morning. Glad you're with us today. Uh, sun is shining for the most part. little some uh, hazy clouds overhead. Going to warm up in the low 90s today, so uh, be aware of that. Jerry Hill uh, tuned in this morning, sends us a text, and he says if he remembers right, they threw out a bunch of no-hitters in that ruling, not just Andy Hawkins' uh, 4 nothing no-hitter loss, but uh, any that included a rain-shortened game. Um, it's a, Jerry says what got Andy was he didn't pitch nine innings because he was on the road. But uh, that's tough. <laughs> it's still tough yeah. to to lose a no-hitter, have it ruled not a no-hitter because you lost the game. So, like you said, I, I can see both sides of that. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah, Appreciate that. Very good info there. All right. Um, a couple other things I wanted to mention. Uh, Westfest has been canceled for the year. Uh, normally, uh, always, uh, Labor Day weekend up in West. And that's a big deal for that community. But uh, they have uh, probably made the right decision in pulling the plug on that, canceling things. And we see things continue to be either postponed, pushed later, or completely canceled. Mm -hmm. And now we're getting into things into July, and we're in July, and August, and now this in September that are being canceled. And all with the, uh, you know, the hopes, the prospects of playing football in in the fall. So, you know, now it's... uh, uh, you know, it's it's a matter of days. I mean, it's still weeks right. away, but still you could count in days until Baylor tees it up September 6th against Ole Miss. And, you know, I think there's some real questions about what might happen. There really is. I mean, with the, the spikes continuing to go up, and it's something, something everybody's keeping an eye on. And, you know, when you look, it's not just Texas dealing with this. Tennessee has really just canceled – their high school, they they pushed back all high school events till after August 29th. They extended the um, state of emergency for the state. And, you know, I think that's something that other states are going to take a look at and be like, okay, well, it, maybe we should follow the same protocol going forward. Yeah. So Tennessee making that announcement uh, either yesterday or just this morning. Yeah, it was yesterday uh, the governor announced that he was going to push it back. And then I was looking because I was curious they have 43,509 cases, and they have 604 deaths in Tennessee. So wow. it's it's really spiked there. One county alone has 182. So Golly. they definitely you know have reasoning behind this. Yeah, man. I, wouldn't you be interested to know the, the explanation for that? Yeah. That high number, especially in those counties. You know, and like you mentioned, well, they, they don't really have that many big cities. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's a pretty sparse state. So what's the reasoning behind it? Right, right. Interesting. Woo, hitting Tennessee tough. Hitting Texas tough, too. It really is. Um, so, we, we, you know, there's nothing set in stone. We hope there's football in the fall, but right. there's nothing set in stone right now. So hopeful uh, it's another reason like we started out talking about to do the things that we can wear the mask uh, stay socially distant and uh, you know just do the things that you can do to help uh, keep things going in the right direction yeah that's why I haven't really understood how you know select sports are still going on AAU basketball is still going on and you have players like football players who are playing in these AAU basketball things the coaches cannot you know be happy about that yeah so 
it seems like everybody wants football. We we all want football, right? But we also don't want to pause our lives to give us football. It's it's like a selfish thing. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Very good. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back uh, with more in just a moment. Uh, give you some birthdays for the day, some other uh, events on this day. Look ahead to the remainder of the programming day here on ESPN Central Texas. So we'll have all that when we come back. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Amanda is in the top 1% in the Caldwell Banker world, so she obviously knows uh, her business and knows this market really, really well. Wacoan uh, has lived and worked here for many years, and uh, she can certainly help you if you're buying or selling. Uh, check out Amanda Cunningham. Phone number is 254-495-0338, or Amanda would uh, encourage you just to Google uh, search her name, Amanda Cunningham, or Caldwell Banker. That will get you to her Facebook page. Contact information, testimonials, and all of that is available there. It's Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So, get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. Recently on the John Morris Show. Steve Fallon in the flesh with us in the studio. He had a way of, of uh, well, like you do, you, you call the Baylor game, you know you're a Baylor fan, but you give credit to the other team yeah. where credit is due. And if Baylor isn't doing so well, you find the right verbiage to say, you know, they're not doing so well without it sounding, you know, derogatory. And uh, he was the same way. And you, I'm sure you picked that up from him and uh, you certainly carried it well. And the, uh, uh, But it is difficult when you have a home team and it's a real tight ball game, but you're broadcasting for both school's fans yeah. uh, to make sure you maintain that uh, walk the straight and narrow. It's, it, it's, it can get tough. But yeah. he could do it. I mean, he was such a pro that he could do that. Well, I've heard the both of you do it, yeah. You both know how to do that, and that's good. One of the many things I learned from him. The John Morris Show, weekdays at 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about the breathing component of your roofing system. You want your roofing system to breathe properly for balanced ventilation. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, July 4th and Sunday, July 5th at the Bell Cali Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show. Small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety at the show is so extensive, they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find prepper survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, July 4th, 9 to 5, and July 5th from 10 to 4 at the Bell Cali Expo Center. Social distance will be enforced and COVID-19 protocols will be followed. China has a history of stealing American technology. But when an American scientist sued a Chinese company for stealing his patents, Renee Swan attacked him and sided with the Chinese. And she's at it again. 
This time, Renee Swan is attacking Pete Sessions for voting to require China to open its markets to American agriculture, resulting in $17 billion of exports from Texas farmers and ranchers. Renee Swan won't stand up to communist China, but she did stand up for a liberal Democrat like Hillary Clinton. In fact, liberal Renee Swan publicly admitted she voted for Hillary Clinton for president. The conservative choice, Pete Sessions. A 100% voting record with the Texas Farm Bureau, Pete will stand with President Trump to protect American jobs. For Congress, Pete Sessions. I'm Pete Sessions and I'll fight for our future and I approve this message. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 5. UMHB announced the hiring of offensive line coach Bill Blyle on Tuesday. Blyle spent the last two seasons at Lamar University where he's also the Cardinals co-offensive coordinator. Crusader head coach Pete Fredenberg joined the Matt Mosley Show on Tuesday to talk all things Crusader football and what the original plan was for him when he joined the crew 22 years ago. I really and truly thought that I would come to Mary Harden Baylor and spend two or three years here and get back into Division One. That was 22 years ago. Watching kids that don't get any kind of financial aid to see the kind of effort and the pride that they play with and the love of the game they have. It's just been an incredible experience. For the complete interview, check out our website, SentexSportsFan.com. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Wednesday morning. John Morris, Gary Ross in studio. Hey, we're pleased that you're with us wherever, however you're listening today. Uh, always available as a podcast at SyntexSportsFan.com or uh, on Twitter. You can catch up with uh, all of our guests and shows. Just uh, follow at 1660 ESPN. Uh, a couple other things to mention. Baylor Volleyball mentioned a couple days ago. Yasiana Presley, Big 12 Preseason Player of the Year. No surprise there. She was the uh, she's the reigning national AVCA Player of the Year and back for her senior season. Coach Ryan McGuire for Baylor Volleyball is the uh, reigning AVCA National uh, Coach of the year and Baylor returns 14 letter winners to the team this year uh, Big 12 has released the preseason poll for volleyball and Baylor is second behind the University of Texas right where they've been the last two years and now for uh, is it three or four years four years straight they've uh, been picked in the top three uh, prior to that they had never been uh, higher than uh, fifth so uh, Baylor picks second behind uh, Texas in the preseason poll. A look in the num- inside the numbers a little closer. It was close. Texas received six first-place votes, and Baylor received three first-place votes in the uh, balloting by the coaches. So the point total was that uh, three-point difference, 62 points for Texas, 59 for Baylor. So really close there between the top two in the preseason uh, balloting in Big 12 Volleyball. Texas 1, Baylor 2, Iowa State 3, uh, Oklahoma 4, TCU, Kansas tied for 5th, Texas Tech 7th, Kansas State 8th, and West Virginia 9th. 
Um, so that is the preseason poll for Big 12 Conference Volleyball. Uh, soccer, uh, Baylor Soccer announced its uh, 2020 schedule just yesterday. Uh, eight home matches uh, for uh, Coach Paul Jobson and Baylor Soccer. Nine matches against teams that were in the 2019 NCAA Tournament. It all begins, uh, where's the schedule? It, it all begins on uh, a couple of exhibition games, August 9th and August 15th. And then their season openers against North Texas on Thursday, August 20th. And then a home match against ORU on Sunday, August 23rd. So that, uh, you know, if you're talking about exhibition matches, August 9th, Garrett, that's that'll be the first uh, Baylor event scheduled for the fall mm-hmm. because that would come before uh, even volleyball starts and certainly before football starts as far as you right. know, games, even though these two are exhibitions. But... You know, we we talk about football and and rightly so, but you got soccer and volleyball and cross country in the fall as well. I think that'll be a good indication to see what happens with those sports to see how we can judge football and our you know our expectations going into it. Because if they delay those or cancel them, then they're automatically going to have to do the same for football because you can't do you know one without doing the other as yeah. well. And yeah, exactly right. And uh, you know, from Big Twelve perspective and NCA perspective, you know, those those uh, will probably go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think it's been released yet, so I shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, volleyball will see some significant changes in their schedule this year. So uh, we'll wait till that's officially announced and uh, give you details on that. Less travel is what they're trying right. to do. Less travel, uh, which is a smart thing to do. Um, let's see. What else? Have any birthdays? Uh, you have any birthdays, Gary, you want to mention today? I don't have any today, J-Mo. All right. Here's a few that I've got on the list. A uh, girl that I was in school with at Baylor, Lisa Lowry. Now Lisa Lowry Schwartz uh, works and lives in the Houston area, and today is her birthday. So happy birthday to Lisa. Uh, she was uh, part of the uh, Rat Pack that was uh, radio TV majors there uh, at Baylor at Castellaw. So happy birthday to her. Uh, who else on the list? Chris Hansen, speaking of Castellaw, Chris Hansen's birthday is today. Uh, Chris is the uh, current chair and professor in the Department of Film and Digital Media at Baylor. Um, so today is Chris's birthday. So when I was in school, it was uh, radio TV. Then it became radio TV film. Then it became telecommunications. And there may have been some other name changes in there, but now it's the Department of Film and Digital Media. Yeah, I can definitely see that transition. Kind of fit, yeah, yeah. Kind of fits uh, the way the uh, industry has changed through the years, also. It's so, cool to see, you know, the adjustments being made in that, though, and, and how it's evolved over the time. Yeah, and and they've got, uh, you know, they they really put a lot into film now mm-hmm. in that uh, in Castellon in the area. You know, when I was in school, I don't. I don't think I had any film classes really, right. um, but now the emphasis is more on film than anything else. Yeah, because you see a lot of the, you know, even like on Twitter, you see a lot of the short videos and everything that everybody's making. That's the the trend that everybody's going to. So yeah, you're going to have to teach that. Yeah, so uh, it's also Bradford Lewis's birthday today. Former uh, Baylor running back. Happy birthday to Bradford. Uh, oh, it's Barry Camp's birthday today. Uh, happy birthday to Barry, uh, retired former pastor at Highland. Uh, Baptist Church, so happy birthday to him. Um, so those are the birthdays that I have today. None other, none others to add to that list or anniversaries to add to that list. 
I know one thing I seen this morning I thought was pretty neat is the the football team at Baylor had Coach Dungy come on and talk with them. So I mean, you know, in times like this, and you know, you know, Coach Dungy's past and everything, and devoted Christian man. So I think it's a good person to come on and to give you some motivation in times like this. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'd like to I'd like to see or hear that. Does uh, does Coach Aranda kind of remind you of of Tony Dungy? He's very similar. Yeah, they're, they're both like. Well, first off, they're both phenomenal football coaches right. and brilliant minds, but their their personalities are real reserved. You know, they're soft-spoken, but they get the point across. Yes. You don't want to, you know, go against them in yeah. any way. But, yeah, they do. They have a lot of similarities. Yeah. Both kind of defensive guys. I yes. mean, Dungy came up on the defense, played, played defensive back, and uh, was a defensive coach and then a head coach. And same with Coach Randa. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, played before uh, his shoulder injuries, uh, played linebacker, and then coached, obviously, defense, uh, Wisconsin, LSU, and now here at Baylor as a head coach. So there are some similarities, I think, between those guys. Yeah, I mean, and they're both, I mean, you could, they both can motivate you in multiple ways, you yeah. know, and it's, they're phenomenal, like I said, it's phenomenal coaches, and they do have a lot of similarities. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I would, uh, I'd like to hear that if they recorded that, uh, with Tony Dungy. All right, uh, what else? Uh, first day of July, again, Major League Baseball teams are opening camps, uh, re- reopening camps. You know, they had been in camp uh, in February mm-hmm. and then pulled the plug on that. Nothing until now, but reopening camps now. And uh, if you uh, were listening to Golick and Wingo before we came on the air this morning, they ended with the story of, uh, of Bobby Bonilla on yes. July 1st. You've seen this, heard yes. this? Uh, it's, it's Bobby Bonilla Day, basically. Uh, former major leaguer, still getting paid by the New York Mets. Uh, I'm not sure how long he's been out of baseball, but it's been, it's been a decade or so. Yeah, it's been since the 90, like 98 or 99, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when he was with the Mets, uh, in, they were going to cut ties with him in 1999 and, um, uh, he was owed $5.9 million on his contract. Uh, and the Mets thought they had a plan, thought they were going to outsmart, you know, themselves and, and they were involved in, uh, a, a scheme with Bernie Madoff, which didn't work out too well. No. Uh, so they offered, uh, Bobby Bonilla and his agent, this deal, instead of paying $5.9 million in one lump sum, they said, how about if we pay you $1.2 million every year until 2035, and they thought, well, they thought they were in this deal where they were going to get double-digit interest on this fund, and it would pay for itself. Basically, is how they, how they, in their minds, made that work. I don't, you know, regardless if that would have plan would have went through or not. How do you <laughs> rationalize that? I know, that? I, know, I, know no I agree. Sense. I agree. Whoever his agent is, that guy uh, said, "Yeah, we'll oh, absolutely. do that." So uh, every year uh, since 1999, when he was cut loose by the Mets. Every year on July 1st, uh, he gets $1.19 million, and that payment continues through 2035. I want a deal like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, give me a deal like that. That is just so ridiculous to not just pay him up front. You know, it, I, just the, the mindset of that, like who's in that room making these decisions and saying, you know what, that's a good idea. We'll go along with that. Yeah, I I don't see it. I, I don't understand the math there, but the Mets thought that they had uh, thought that they had something <laughs> that would make it work. So Bobby Bonilla, 57 years old now, 
Today he'll get a check from the Mets, uh, $1,193,248.20. That started, so that didn't start in 1999. I was wrong. Those checks started in 2011. So 2011 to 2035, (laughs) what's that, 24 years, uh, a check for $1.1, I just I just don't get it. That does not rationalize the situation. <laughs> Here, here's the story. In, tw- in 2000, the Mets agreed to buy out the remaining $5.9 million on Bonilla's contract. However, instead of paying Bonilla the $5.9 million at the time, the Mets agreed to, to make annual payments of nearly $1.2 million for 25 years, starting July 1st, 2011, including a negotiated 8% interest. At the time, the Mets' ownership was invested in a Bernie Madoff account that promised double-digit returns, and the Mets were poised to make a significant profit in the Madoff account delivered, but uh, that did not exactly work out. No. Bonilla last played for the Mets in 1999, last played in the majors for the Cardinals in 2001, but he'll be paid through 2035, and he'll be 72 years old on his last payment uh, from the New York Mets. You know, if, if that would have actually worked out with Madoff, could you imagine what the, they would have been able to do Like as far as – because there's no salary cap. They could have took any player they wanted and oh, like yeah. built a dynasty. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm sure that was their mindset, obviously. I guess so, yeah. But, man. Again. That's crazy. They outsmarted themselves there. So today, if you heard it uh, – if you hear it referred to – as Bobby Bonilla Day, that is the reason uh, Bobby Bonilla is still collecting paychecks from the New York Mets and will until 2035. All right, we're out of time. Uh, appreciate you being with us today. Remember, Unnecessary Roughness comes up today at noon, noon to 3 here on ESPN Central Texas. They'll have Copper's Cove head coach Jason Hammett on. Mike Caps, the voice of the Round Rock Express, on the minor league baseball season being canceled. Jeff Howe of Horns 24-7 and Jeff Wilson from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. All that on Unnecessary Roughness today, noon to 3. Then Matt Mosley and Stephen Simcox today, 3 to 6. All here on ESPN Central Texas, where, if the Lord tarries, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 9. If you don't want me to watch the ball, you can go get it out of the ocean.